Are you a fanatic? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Fanatic Life Podcast. Here are your hosts, John Gunter and Jamie Tipton. Well, hey, everyone. We are back. Well, I say we. It is just me today. John Gunter here with you. It has been a long time since we have put out a podcast, and for that, we apologize. You uh, you caught us in uh, what I would say was a very busy transition time in both of our lives. I was finishing up my uh, master's degree in the fall or in the spring and then into summer, and now Jamie's busy, so he will pick back up with us probably in January, but I wanted to go ahead and put out some uh, some content. I have missed it. I have missed you guys. I've missed the feedback as we um, as we talk about things here and kind of go back and forth on on Facebook or via text or whatever the case may be. So for some of you, you were probably pretty surprised to see this pop back up. We have not given up on it. Just had to take a little time to to get everything situated. I have made a big move in my life. So I grew up and have lived in uh, Southwest Arkansas for, I guess, most of my life. I've, I've just moved uh, around parts of Arkansas. Uh, but I took another job down in Southeast Texas, uh, and now I live just east of Houston. So I went, again, from rural Arkansas into uh, really a suburban, uh, everywhere near Houston is a part of Houston. It's just humongous, but... Uh, so our family has made that journey and and we continue to uh, uh, to adjust and, and find just wonderful things here. Um, we are people of faith and, and we just really believe God has, has blessed us here. And it, it's just been an amazing journey. Uh, a lot of di- differences in some ways and some ways you go you go different places and there are still great people no matter where you go. And that's always uh, that's something I think we need to hear in, in times like this where we're so divided, so divisive in everything, especially politics, that, man, it's just awesome to go somewhere else and to just just to see how, how many people are, are just living life like you are. And so it has been a, a big blessing for uh, for me and my family. I'll tell you, uh, one of the, the changes, <clears throat> my dad used to, um, as, we, as we come up on Christmas here, my dad used to put out all these Christmas lights, and oh, I loved it. This time of year, and I, we've, we've spoken about it before when we were on the podcast last year, just when it cools off, you, you get football, you get cooler weather, which feels like you can actually go outside. Uh, you, you get uh, deer hunting for me, and, and so I'm outside sitting in a stand, and I love that. But um, one of those things in this part of the year for me is just sitting outside with the glow of Christmas lights. Now it's been a long time since my dad has actually put that, uh, put those up. He had a uh, an accident a few years ago where he was stepping down off of his tractor, and he completely missed the bottom step, and his his other leg was still up on the tractor. And it's a it's a big tractor, so he kind of ripped up some things in his uh, in his leg, which, uh, well, quite frankly, still haven't really healed. He, he doesn't walk very well now, so. Uh, that was something that we have really missed the last several years. He actually bought a, uh, a lift that would put him up, you know, on the house. My parents have a two story house. And so, uh, it would, it would lift him up there. Well, he was so excited. He got it home 
and like washed off the lift. And when he did, it shorted out the motherboard in there. And, and so the circuit board, everything is fried. And he's been having uh, had a hard time uh, getting that even repaired and spent good money on it, which, man, I wish you wouldn't have done that. But if we could ever get it fixed, uh, me or my brother could uh, could handle that for them. But that's just something we, we're kind of, uh, for the nostalgia of the Christmas season, man, we, we have missed. But I'll tell you, it is uh, it is alive and well down in this uh, this part of uh, just east of Houston. We're actually in a town called Mont Bellevue, and uh, I went from again rural Arkansas, where you know there's a few houses you know with lights on and everything. Well, the people here, we had to apologize around around Halloween because the people here go all out. I'm talking uh, there. There was a clown house just down the street from us where the the quality of the the dolls the statues whatever they you want to call them animatronics it was just amazing we had another house uh, just just out from where we live that the the front yard was a a, a graveyard and they had uh, looked like the girl from the ring just kind of out on a swing swinging as you as you drove by and it was it was super creepy and I love I love scary movies so it was my kind of thing but super creepy. But everybody was everybody was uh, participating in doing this, and so even before Thanksgiving, because there are so many uh, houses here, most people because we're we're close to the Gulf and everything, lots of people have two story houses and, and things like that, and so it's not exactly easy to decorate. And so there's a big business here uh, to hire companies to hire guys to to get up on your roof and and install that. And that was going on and people had lights on before Thanksgiving. And so now as I, as I sit here, um, here it is December 4th, man, just, we live in a little circle, uh, around a, uh, around a nice pond in my, my subdivision, there are lights on everywhere. And like I said, that just kind of takes me back to, uh, to being at my mom and dad's and, and what we would do, we had, uh, my brother and I, and, and our friends would get out and we'd play laser tag. And you use the shadows, you know, kind of cast from from the uh, the Christmas lights. That that made for so much fun out in the yard, playing around. Whether we were playing basketball at, at times, and just a just a warm feeling. I don't know that I still have. Uh, I still, and maybe some of you are like this as well. Uh, we just got our uh, uh, our gas fireplace going here at our house, and. We turned off all the lights. We've got the Christmas tree lit up. We've got a little garland going up our, our stairs here, and just the the ambient light as we as we watch the the fire and the Christmas tree. Man, something just feels feels right about that. So it is it is my time of year. The only problem is is after Christmas. I don't know if it's because I've been getting older or what. Like the last few years. Uh, I have noticed, like I go into that, I think that that seasonal affective disorder, whatever it is, I think I suffer with that. So, but between Christmas and when it actually gets warm enough and nice enough to be outside a lot, where where you actually see the sun a lot, I, I kind of struggle, and I don't even realize that, you know, until about spring when I get outside and I get some, I think maybe some vitamin D in me, that uh, that I realize, oh. I feel like I actually have energy now to do something. I actually want to do something. And uh, man, that is that has been a, a just a weird thing for me. And I, I do not look forward to it. I'm going to have to to make sure and get outside uh, more this year and just try to try to have a schedule. And it may be completely different being down here by the Gulf. It'll 
we certainly don't have as long of a uh, uh, a winter or anything like that. And down in southwest Arkansas, where where I'm I moved from, we we got a huge snow, which is not normal for us last year. And and by huge, I think we got a little over eleven inches over a few days, and that that is that is just huge for us. So. Uh, we're we're so far south that that usually doesn't happen. If we get if we get a ground covering, uh, we don't have we don't have the equipment in our in our state, especially our local local communities, to to really uh, do much with that. So a lot of times schools close, and um, and we just we just it doesn't make sense to have all that equipment because it's really expensive, and most of the time you don't need it. Uh, so uh, we'll see. I, I don't expect any of the snow down here, although. We kind of got a an extreme cold front that that took us in southwest Arkansas down into the negative. Uh, I think we were down negative seven or something, which again unheard of. But even down here in Houston, they had power outages. You probably read and and heard about the Texas power grid and all the issues that came from that. But it got really cold here as well, and especially when you lose power. And it's cold, so it was it was a big deal. A lot of people getting backup generators and things like that. So we'll see uh, we'll see how it goes. I think the predictions are for this year, uh, kind of in our our same area, which extends straight up to uh, again Arkansas, where I came from. Uh, Seem to be it's going to be a warmer winter. So hopefully don't don't deal with any of that. But I'd love to hear from any of you guys if you've ever noticed that. Yeah, in the winter, you, you do start feeling worse. You start feeling like you don't have any, any energy because, up like I said, up until a few years ago, maybe the last three years or so, I'd never even, I'd never noticed it. I'd never thought about it. And, man, it, it's just almost like you're emerging from a depression. And it's just crazy. But uh, but anyway, I'll uh, I'll quit thinking about that and just talk about the, the season at hand because, man, I'm looking forward to it. I hope all of you guys are out um, starting your uh, your Christmas movies that you're thinking about that that bring up nostalgia every year. We, uh, as a family, uh, as I mentioned last year, we're going to watch Home Alone. Uh, we still haven't watched the new Home Alone, uh, which uh, that needs to needs to happen. That's out now. Uh, we're going to watch Home Alone. We're going to watch uh, Elf, which is one of my favorites. Uh, we're going to watch um, uh, Christmas Vacation, of course. And I know I'm missing something else. But I, I, you know, there's some that I won't watch. Like a lot of people get into what is it, A Wonderful Life, and I am not a big Wonderful Life person. Now I think the message there is fantastic. I just don't get excited to, you know, to do the introspection that's required for a movie like that. You know, I, I kind of used to get on my wife because when we first got married, she would, she really wanted to watch Grey's Anatomy. And of course, it's been so successful. I don't know what season it's on. It's ridiculous how long that, that show has been on. But I would make fun of her because, you know, it, it was almost like you want to watch a very sad thing happen in front of you. So I'd say, all right, well, who is it going to die this week? You know, how, how many deaths are you are you looking forward to this week? And that's the way I feel with A Wonderful Life is like you are watching this thing just kind of uh, slowly happen in front of you. And man, I, yes, the message is wonderful. And yes, I need it at times, man, I don't get fired up to, to kind of indulge in that. Like I would, uh, uh, like the other movies I've talked about. Of course, all of those have a, a comedic value to them. And, and that's kind of uh, the way I lean anyway. But, uh, 
But yeah, I hope you're I hope you're getting ready for that. I hope you're uh, getting ready to to be around family. Uh, we have uh, we have gotten to do that, and even more than I, I kind of anticipated. Having moved, we're about six hours away from from my parents now, uh, but we've been able to go back, and we've been able to have some uh, some good quality time around Thanksgiving. Uh, actually, my my wife's uh, great grandmother. Uh, passed away, and um, I guess it was the Monday, the week of, of Thanksgiving, we had a kind of a celebration of life, um, a memorial thing. I know it's odd to say, but every everyone had a good time at the funeral. She, <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, but she was 97 years old, and my wife's family on her dad's side, uh, super musical family, and she has a couple of uncles, and I think it's the the what is it called? Uh, some, some music halls of fame. Maybe it's a, the Texas Swing or something like that. That uh, she's got one that uh, has passed away that played the fiddle, and and another guy who was there playing the piano is again in that in that hall of fame. And so they can all sing, they can all play, and and man, they do it and do it well. And it is uh, it is just it's just fun. Uh, when her great grandpa died, I think it was the year we we got married. Um, we went to the funeral and the funeral went on for so long with people telling stories and singing and playing uh, that the funeral home finally came in and said, Hey, listen, we, we've got another funeral in a few minutes. So you guys need to get out of here. And that's the first time I'd ever been run out of a funeral home as you know, you guys are taking too long. You know, we're, we're usually pretty, uh, pretty efficient with our time in there. And I know when I preach a funeral, I, I try to be uh, pretty efficient with that. So uh, just a, just an interesting time, but, but nonetheless, we, we did have a fun time and that was, was one of those things that kind of gave us a, a chance to be around all of our family when, you know, the last, last, what we're going on almost two years of COVID have put so many things in our way. And, and most of us haven't gotten to see everyone we want to as much as we want to. And, um, uh, her great grandmother, like I said, almost lived 98 years. She's been 98 this month. And her passing kind of gave us gave us an opportunity to see people and to uh, just just kind of uh, get together and sing and, and just have a have a good time. Uh, and man, what a way to honor a loved one! I hope that uh, uh, that you're able to get together with with friends and family uh, outside of that kind of situation. Uh, but I do hope that uh, that you get to experience the same kind of of joy and love and uh, that you do feel that this. Uh, this holiday season, I know it's uh, it's one of those things where if you have lost a loved one before, that's what you think about this time. They're they're not here to celebrate and kind of leaves a leaves a hole in your heart. But uh, man, if I could uh, back to the wonderful life that I said I didn't like. Hey, if we could just take advantage of the time we have, if we could, you know, see the things as important that are right in front of us right now. Man, uh, that that's what life's about, and that makes your life uh, you know very meaningful and. If you, can, if you can live in this moment, as hard as it is, uh, with all of us kind of being tied to so many things uh, all at once, man, you'll live a, a, a rich, fulfilling life. So that's my spiel. I hope you, I hope you get to experience that with your, your family uh, as we come into the Christmas season. Again, uh, for me, it's Elf. It's uh, Christmas vacation. It is, um, what I leave out? Oh, yeah, Home Alone. And we may even watch the second, second one of that. Uh, but one thing we, we've kind of been revisiting, I watched through both seasons of The Mandalorian, and uh, I just started thinking, man, that'd be a perfect thing to, to kind of uh, let the kids watch. The kids have never watched anything Star Wars. I'm I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. 
Actually, the first ones I ever saw that I know of uh, were probably the ones that uh, uh, nobody, nobody likes over there. Um, what were they? The, the second trilogy? I don't know what it, what it was. But, uh, but anyway, so I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I love The Mandalorian. I think it is, it is fantastic TV. So I've got a five-year-old and an eight-year-old now, and they are, they are watching with us, and they are loving it. So if you haven't, if you haven't watched The Mandalorian that's on Disney+, Plus. Man, let me let me encourage you to go do that. That is a uh, just a just a good watch. It's, I mean, other than people shooting blasters at each other, it's it's Disney, so it's uh, it's pretty clean. It's uh, it's just very well done. And you've got Baby Yoda, and that's what uh, my five year old. <laughs> I had to uh, to to hear him talk about Baby Yoda. You you feel like man, he would he would adopt that thing in a heartbeat. And hey, why why wouldn't he? I would. Uh, but it is so fun to hear him just giggle, you know, when Baby Yoda does some things. And those of you who have seen it know exactly what I'm talking about because uh, they just, I don't know, uh, make him make him so lifelike. And and the whole story arc, I think, is uh, is fabulous, too. So so anyway, go go watch that. I'll tell you another thing that I have been, well, my wife and I have been watching that is, man, I don't know if I recommend it or not. I do recommend it because it is so well done and it is a true story, unfortunately. It is a true story, and that is uh, that's on Apple, uh, Apple Plus, yeah, whichever service Apple is. We've got so many streaming services now; I can't keep track of which one's Plus and which one's this and that and the other. Uh, but uh, Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd have a show called The Shrink Next Door, and again, it is based on a true story. And basically, I'll just give you the the plot of of what you're going to see play out is this guy has a, he, he goes to a shrink for uh, some issues that he's, he's struggling with. And, and the shrink really kind of takes advantage of him. And you have to watch that play out. And that's, that, that's the constant thing of the movie. So it's kind of, it's really, it's really depressing. Uh, don't get me wrong. I told my wife, I said, this is the, this is the absolute definition of cringeworthy. And it is hard to watch. Uh, Paul Rudd is the shrink. Uh, Will Ferrell is the patient. And again, this actually happened. And so it is, it is, it is, it is devastating. Really. You, you want to help the guy. You want to, you want to point, point out the ways in which he's being manipulated and, and taken advantage of and all of these things. And, and of course you have to sit and watch it and play out. I tweeted, I tweeted just today or yesterday that, that Paul Rudd is doing such a good job in his role that, uh, I'm starting to dislike him as a person. I mean, he is he is doing it uh, so much justice, and I believe the story is that there was a podcast concerning this uh, this whole scenario, and Paul Rudd actually came up on it and said, "Hey, we need to make a movie about this," and so they they got that together, met with the guy, kind of got his life story. I think they play, paid him a hundred grand for it, and so you can go, you can listen to a podcast, you can watch that again on Apple. Or uh, uh, you can read read some stories about it as well. Like get like I said, it just just kind of devastating to watch play out. But it is interesting TV if you're if you're into that. I, I kind of thought, and and I was completely wrong. So this may be a little bit of a spoiler. With Will Ferrell, I thought, well, man, there'll be plenty to laugh at if nothing else. That is incorrect. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think if I've laughed at anything in that show. Which is again not something I'm 
usually up for. I, I like, you know, a, a battle scene or, you know, we're laughing at something. I like, just to give you an idea, those of you who are Marvel fans, like I love Ragnarok. I love Thor Ragnarok. You know, just all the kind of goofy humor in that. That's me. That's what I like. But this is, this is kind of like the train wreck you can't turn away from type of deal. But they are they are doing such a good job with it that uh, it is. Oh man, like I said, I don't know if I recommend it, but I, I do uh, if you're into that kind of thing. But just know uh, you're you're not in for a bunch of laughs. You're in for watching this story play out and and having your heart broken to to really watch it. Uh, that's really my opinion. But uh, uh, anyway, there there's there's one that uh, that you can go and, and watch today. Another thing I watched recently, I I have YouTube TV. So our setup is I wouldn't have DirecTV or Dish or anything like that. And so uh, I do love football. And so this time of year, starting in, I guess, the end of August or so, uh, we go ahead and get YouTube TV. We want a streaming service. And we will have that through probably the Super Bowl. After that, it'll go away. Well, recently, YouTube TV just ran a special where you could get I think all the movie channels, like Showtime, Cinemax, Stars, all the things. I don't remember how many I I got, but basically it was a dollar a month for two months, I think. Or yeah, I believe that's what it was. And so it's inter- it's always interesting to me because I always think I want the movie channels, and then if I ever get a preview or I actually buy them for a little bit, I'm like, man, there's nothing to watch on these things, and I'm paying twelve dollars a month or whatever it is. Well, for a buck a month, I, I thought I can't pass on this. And I did come across a good show. I am a big um, scary movie fan. And it, I, I'm kind of snobby in it. And it's it's a weird snobby. And I understand, believe me, when you, you hear me talk about that, don't, don't think I don't understand how goofy it is. Uh, because I want things to be kind of, um, let's see, how do I say it? I don't want it to be unexplainable. I, I want things to, if you're going to have a, a thing, you're going to, Hey, Hey, this is how they get scared. Or this is the thing that's happening. Make it make sense. Part of that is like, I don't like all oh, the, the Freddie or Jason movies where the person is sprinting, but the guy after them is walking and he always catches them. Like, like that, that is so stupid, but I, I can't stand to watch that. Like, come on, at least make that, at least make it, you know, lifelike or something, you know, make it, make it actual feel like that's what's happening, that they're running away. Uh, I watched a scary movie one time that, uh, uh, this person was walking through the woods and you saw, so it's wide open woods in the fall. And any of you who have ever been near the woods in the fall, know there are leaves everywhere. And the killer you see walk by at about 15, maybe 20 feet behind just walk by in the background. Listen, you would have to be completely deaf for that to ever make sense. Because that is not, and anybody who's ever hunted knows this because uh, the last time you got real amped up about, hey, here's this big deer that's about to come out, you noticed that it was either A, a couple of birds playing in the leaves or a squirrel. And so don't, don't let me see 180, 200 pound man in the background, uh, quote unquote, sneaking through the, the leaves as, as you're walking unaware, uh, just, just stupid stuff like that. But I'll tell you one I saw from, from my uh, movie channels 
was the Invisible Man, and I'll tell you, it it is not uh, it is not supernatural in any way. So basically, it is another. You guys are going to think I've got, I'm just like uh, enjoy this type of movie where it's kind of depressing, but but basically, the plot of the movie is this lady is trying to end this relationship with her husband, and he has been super controlling. He has been super uh, really just. He does everything, you know, he, he tries to isolate her from her friends and family and uh, he tries to control her whole life. And so she tries to get away from him and he finds out a way to become invisible and he, he fakes his death and becomes invisible. And again, it's not a it's not a supernatural invisible. It's a uh, technology invisible. And so he is still, after everyone believes he's dead, able to kind of um, just mess with her to continue to put all this uh, pain and suffering on her. It's hard to, it's another one that's hard to watch things. Usually not my thing, but it is, it sticks to what it's trying to do. It, everything, most everything seems to be um, uh, pretty good as far as this is, if you're going to go with this idea of how he is invisible, most things make sense. There are some plot holes that I'm like, well, yeah, you would know he's there because, and I won't, I won't spoil that for you, but man, that's another one. If you like, uh, like scary movies, I'm so sorry that we weren't here for, uh, for Halloween because I would have loved to, uh, to talk about several different things there because I am always in the mood to try a, um, a different series or uh, anything like that. So if you have any, any movies or series about, you know, scary stuff that you think is really good. Hey, let me know. Cause I would, I would love to do it now. I really loved, um, what was the show? Man, if I could think of it. Oh, yeah, Paranormal Activity. I like the first one of those. I thought it did a pretty good job of the whole, hey, we're, we're just using a camera. Because it, it was a super low-budget film, if you ever read anything about it. I, if I'm remembering correctly, it was like, I don't know, $100,000 they, they spent making the movie, maybe. So super low budget, you know, they, Hey, we're setting up this camera to catch all these things that happen. And, and they do, and it, it makes it look like really creepy. Like, Oh my goodness, this could be my family. This could be my house. Yeah. I moved into a new house and had to stay here by myself the first night. So that was fun. <laughs> but anyway, I, I really, I really love stuff like that. So if you've got it, even though we're past Halloween, we're a little over a month out uh, I'd love to hear them if you've if you've got those and any other Christmas movies that you like to uh, to watch this time of year. Hey, shoot them my way. We'd love to love to make them a part of our tradition as well. I haven't been a uh, watch Die Hard person. I may do that this this year just to add one more thing. And and since that's always a part of the conversation every year, I may do that just to uh, just to kind of be a part of the conversation. I do like doing that. I like to um, tell my friends about stuff I, I like, uh, uh, things I've discovered as, as we've created this podcast uh, in the hopes that we can do that. We can share things that we like. Um, so, hey, let's share those together if you have some. Uh, one thing I'll leave with you as, as I close today, um, something that I really have loved. I kind of want to give you all of them. We'll see. All right. So, number one. Have you seen on social media or, well, that's only really the only place I've, I've seen it, uh, are these sliding belts. Now, I know maybe you don't even wear a belt. 
you know, praise God for that. But I have to wear a belt. And uh, I'll tell you, there's a company called Mission Belt where they make these these sliding kind of ratcheting almost looking uh, belts. And uh, let me just encourage you, if you need a new belt, why don't you look at them? Mission Belt is, is where you can find them. Uh, and, and the beautiful thing is, is they have, as they, you just put them in, you just slide it into the belt buckle. And as it gets to the part that catches, you hear it click. And instead of, you know, those holes in your belt, every inch or whatever they do, you have like quarter inch adjustments there. And so as you pull, you hear click, 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 you know, and, and it stops wherever you want it. And so, uh, then you just push a button to release it, uh, when you're, when you're ready to take it off. And I have loved that. Uh, really, really enjoyed having that belt. So I, I get one that's uh, a little bigger than I need it. They're easy. If you get them too big, all you do is cut it and, uh, and then you can get it, you know, wherever you want it, uh, adjusted down. So you cut it, stick it back in the belt buckle, clamp it down. Uh, it's got the little, I don't know, metal spikes or whatever it is that hold them in there. And, uh, it's just been a really good belt for me. So I'm a person who fluctuates weight all the time. And so those holes end up, you know, as I, as I gain weight, I keep thinking, Hey, I'll hold on to that one specific hole, you know, in the hopes that, that I'm not actually gaining weight and, you know, it gets stretched out and all those things. And, um, some of you skinny people are scratching your head right now, but, but that, that is a thing and that happens. Uh, but the beautiful thing here is, is, uh, this is, these are really well-made belts. I think I paid, um, oh, it was about 40 bucks for it, 45. So that may be steep for you. I don't know. But uh, let me just tell you, I, I got a brown and a black. And I, I have, uh, just after after wearing one for a while, actually, I bought a camouflage as well, just to, just to have one to hunt. And uh, I have no doubts this thing is going to last a very long time, the way it's made. So uh, I am a fan of Mission Belt. I, I I know there's some other brands like Slide Belt and things like that out there. I have not tried those. Um, they look like they work exactly the same. Uh, some of them, some of them that I've looked at want you to buy like I don't know a hundred dollars worth of belts, which would be fine if you were going all in on them. You already knew you wanted them, but um, I would just be hesitant if I didn't like this one. I, I bought one and, and loved it. So now I'm, I'm, I've got two more on the way. So uh, let me just encourage you to try out one of those. I'm absolutely a fan of Mission Belts. So they were on Shark Tank. Uh, that's uh, that's the ad I saw on, on either Facebook or Instagram or whatever the case was. And and uh, they had, uh, what's his name, Robert? No, they call him Mr. Wonderful or whatever. That he had stopped in. And so I, I started reading about it and saw it as a legit product, first of all. And um, just, just really have enjoyed it. Speaking of legit products, I do want to, uh, say one more thing. Uh, you guys that have listened, listened for a while know that, uh, we have friends over at the heavy set podcast. All of us grew up in the same town and, uh, have been, uh, have been around those guys. And, uh, Ryan is, Ryan is a year younger than, than Jamie and I, uh, Chris is, is several years younger, but, uh, uh, but he, uh, he's, he's been around, uh, especially my brother lived with, lived with him, their roommates for a while. And so we've been around them for a long time. So back in the summer, you guys know that I am a dark crystal fan. And so, uh, Ryan posted, I believe it was Ryan in the heavy set podcast. And there was this book from the never ending story for sale. 
and it looked really good. I mean, the the craftsmanship on it looked really good. It, and and you know from past episodes, I don't like the never ending story. I think it's too dark. After I've told you about these these kind of dark <laughs> dark things, you ought to go go watch. Now I'm I'm saying how I don't like this. But anyway, you know I don't like the the never ending story. It's all right. It's just not anything I'm getting excited for. And uh, so we had this conversation back in the summer about how I should buy that book. And if I would buy that book for $48 with tax, uh, Ryan would dress up as one of the people or whatever he wanted to from the Dark Crystal for Halloween. Well, I bought the book. (laughs) And so I said, I told Ryan, I said, listen, it is your turn because I have done this. It is, it's on you. Well, first of all, I have never seen uh, Ryan, the picture of Ryan in a costume for Halloween. So I'm guessing he didn't hold up his end of the bargain. The second thing and the worst thing was it was a scam to begin with. So uh, the company, uh, I should have known as soon as I I, I got the the quote unquote, hopefully you see my air quotes right now, the confirmation email because it was so-and-so at outlook.com. And when the first part of the the email for a company you just ordered from is borderline gibberish at outlook.com, you know, it's not going to go well. Well, anyway, I went months. I would email the company and say, Hey, I need this. You need to, you need to send this. It's been too long because all you would ever get is, Hey, uh, it's ready to ship. Okay. Well, ship it. Uh, well, we're, we're doing such and such We're you know, it's almost ready to ship. It's always almost ready to ship. Well, listen, you know, a couple months down the road and I said, listen, it is time. Well, sir, we're going to lose a bunch of money. If, if we refund you this, I said, okay, we'll go ahead and refund it anyway, because I'm tired of waiting. And again, I didn't do that until it was like two months late. And, uh, and and it, you could tell they were using broken English. And I thought, man, I, I think I know where this is going. Well, finally, uh, they don't answer any more emails after a, a couple of back and forth. Hey, you're, we're going to lose money. We can't do this. And all of a sudden, you when you would click on the link to, to go to the, the website that you got it from, it doesn't even exist anymore. So it was flat out fraud. And I'll tell you, I, I finally thought about it. I thought, well, man, I paid with PayPal. I should jump on there and see if I can and get my money back before I call, you know, Ryan and get money from him, you know, but so I call or I got on PayPal and, and finally figured out how to, to submit a, a claim and all that good stuff. And I guess they had done so many that as soon as I, like I, I took my time to fill out all of this, all of the questions to post pictures of the back and forth between us and all this that it, that it asked for. And as soon as I hit send, I got an email that said you have been refunded and it had the full, you know, $48 and whatever. So I guess it was that big of a fraud that they had done it so many times that no one, I promise no one looked at those pictures. I mean, it was instantaneous to my email. I thought I was getting a confirmation email just that I had done that. Well, it was, but it was also that we have fully refunded you as well. And so I just, I couldn't believe it. I I was tickled that I got my money back, but I still think I should uh, require Ryan to dress up as someone from the Dark Crystal. Now, that may be difficult because I, I don't know if I've ever seen a Dark Crystal outfit. Um, I'm sure he can come up with something. 
all right, well, we may get creative. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll get with him and see what we can do. Well, thanks again for, for tuning in to this episode. Hey, we'll, we will try to uh, keep putting these things back out. Like I said, Jamie's going to return back in January. I'm going to try and go, uh, go with this solo for a little bit. I don't like that as much because as much as I can talk the whole time, I do like hearing from other people and, and kind of uh, helping you feel like you're a part of the conversation uh, with us, not just just myself. But uh, I, I certainly appreciate that uh, that you've kept us on your subscriber list. And uh, we are found wherever uh, podcasts are, as far as I know. If you can't find us somewhere, please let me know. Uh, this is John Gunter. You've been listening to the Fanatic Life Podcast. Have a great week. We'll see you soon.